Hey gang, in this video, I'm gonna tell you why people that are earning up to six figures are leaving their jobs and transitioning to tech and how you can do the same. Hey gang, it's Ron from ITMagicky.com. I'm a former U.S. Army Staff Sergeant and now I help people just like you transition into tech. So, Zero to IT Hero program. That is a program that I founded, that I created, that I'm super proud of. It's my baby. So, that's what people are using to transition into tech, right? But why? What we've noticed is our average student's salary is around 65 to 70,000 before they ever join the program, right? With a lot of the students making upwards of 150 to $200,000 a year. But they want to transition, they want to leave, they want to do something else, right? Why is that? Why would you be making good money and want to leave that position? Now, one thing I'm gonna say, just a caveat, I've always said this, you know, shout out to you, not really, but if you're making less than like 70,000 now, I have no idea how you're doing it, man. Like I said, unless you're living in Omaha, Nebraska, or you're living in, I don't know, and you know, somewhere where they ain't got no Walmart, they ain't got no running water. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it, right? Because 70,000 with a family, even by you, maybe if you by yourself, maybe. And I hope, 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 please. I hope somebody drops in the comments and says, hey man, I make $40,000 a year and I'm making it. No the hell you not. No, you're not. Trust me, you that that's just scraping by. If your transmission blows out, your ass gonna be having an Uber. If uh, the 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 water main break uh, in your house, you gonna have to stay uh, with your mama, right? If any unexpected expenses come up and you can't cover them, you're broke. It's a wrap, right? Now, getting back to um, what I was talking about. Now, people that are burnt out, right? People that are in these actual careers, not just jobs, but people that have actual careers. Why are they transitioning? Now, after enrolling all these people, um, like I said, people that are making, like literally have students that are making, you know, upwards of $200,000 that are looking to transition. I saw some uh, similarities. I saw some things that stood out and I just wanted to tell you guys about it and why you should maybe think about transitioning into tech as well, because you may get a profession and you may be making good money, but what if you hate your job? What if you can't see your family? What if you work in 100 plus hours a week, right? Now, understand, tech is great, you can get to the bag, blah, 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 but it's still work, right? It's still work. Let's not just act like we just hanging out and rocking out and high-fiving each other all damn day. It's still work, but you can make it. So. Just stay to the end of this video. Make sure you stay to the end of this video because pretty much after I break down all these tactics, I'll give you the one thing that you need to do to go ahead and transition. Make sense? Let's get to it. Now, one thing I've noticed with a lot of these people is that for one, they're making great money, right? They got a disposable income. They can take vacations. They can buy things when they want to buy them. They can pay their bills, got money left over, got investments, got all type of stuff, right? But one thing I noticed that is common amongst all these people is two things, right? They're physically and mentally tapped out. Mentally and physically burnt out. It's a wrap. They cannot stand their job. 
They, <laughs> they don't want to go there. They don't want to look at their uniform. They don't want to get ready. They don't want to talk to no customers. They don't want to talk to no patients. They don't want to talk to no clients. They don't want to talk to anybody. They've literally hit a brick wall and it's went from, oh, this damn job to literally, you know, I got a couple of clients that literally said they would get physically sick. That's how bad <laughs> they want to go to their jobs, right? And a lot of these people, um, believe it or not, most people deal with this type of stuff, right? They deal with the same job in the same position. They hate it. All their coworkers hate it. It's a toxic environment, but it's a check and they don't think they deserve better and they don't think they can do any better, right? So I was one of those people, right? When I was in the military, right? I came to a point to where I didn't, I didn't do it as long as everybody else. But once I came to a point that I've never got physically sick, but I just kind of knew, like, okay, I didn't got everything I need to get from the military. It's time to tap out. You know, in every job I've ever had from since I was a teenager, once I kind of got to that point to where it just was like, I don't want to do this anymore, I stopped doing it, right? And that's one of the things you need to ask yourself. If you hate your job, right? Let's go ahead and put that in the comments. If you hate your job, why the hell do you keep on going there? I know you got bills. I know you got kids. I know you got things going on, but you're just going to stay there forever, right? And they're not promoting you, and they're not giving you no damn raise. Like you got what what's 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 really keeping you there? I know the answer. I know the answer. It's you. It's your mindset. You don't think you deserve any better, right? You don't think you can do any better? right? Uh, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to look on the internet. That's where all the answers are, right? You deserve more, or maybe you don't, you know, you're kind of, um, the ultimate factor on that. But that's one of the, one of the things that I noticed is that a lot of these people are physically and even worse, mentally burnt out, right? Just completely over it. A couple of people really willing to literally walk away with no parachute, no backup plan, no nothing. Just I'm done. It's a wrap. I'm gone. Now, if you're one of these people that are mentally and physically burnt out, there's a couple signs of burnt out, right? So you remember when you was in an interview, telling you was a team player and that you was going to do whatever it took to, to, to get everything done. If that passion is completely gone, if that fire is completely out, if you literally, it's Sunday night, and tomorrow you got to go to work. If you're dreading, if it met, almost messes up the entire weekend that you have to go to work on Monday morning, you burnt out. Now, sometimes these things are temporary, but if this is weeks and months and years, you're definitely burnt out. Another thing is if you're chronically stressed, right? If instead of fight or flight, you always feel like you're fighting, always feel like you're fighting, always feel like you're fighting, always feeling anxiety, always feeling stressed out. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. And then on top of that, that's another thing. Even the people, that's another thing. Even the people that were making $200,000 a year felt that they were underpaid, right? It's like, yeah, I'm making $200,000 a year, but I can't be with my family. I can't enjoy the money. I can't do this. I can't do that. They want me to do a thousand things. I'm always under pressure. They always uh, messing with me. They always messing up my emails. They always doing this. I always doing that, right? That is a sense of burnout, right? When you feel it's just too much, underappreciated, underpaid, no work-life balance, and you, you might be at the top of the top. That's another thing. A lot of the people that are in the program were at the top, right? They were kind of capped out on how much money they can make. So it was just like, okay, 
Is this worth $100,000? I don't think so. Me missing all these soccer games, me missing my anniversary, me not being able to even date, me damn near being forced to be single because I can't, I don't got time to do nothing but go to work, right? So the signs of burnout can kind of pop up everywhere. Sometimes it's physical, right? Uh, just always being tired, chronic fatigue. But like I said, one of the main things is loss of passion, right? For what you do and then even losing passion for everything else. You, you can't do nothing but work and go home. And that, what kind of life is that, right? Now the crazy thing about tech, right? As opposed to a lot of other industries, there's so many different lanes and all of them are open. All of them are available. All of them are hiring because unlike a lot of these other fields, you have to continue to learn. You have to continue to sharpen your skills. You got to continue to do things. So they're always looking for the best and the brightest. So if you stay on top of your game, whether you're a newbie or you've been in a game for 20 years, you will be able to get in one of those lanes. Cause that's one of the things that I'm noticing. A lot of dinosaurs in tech, a lot of people have been in tech. Yeah, I've been in tech for 20 years. If you ain't got no skills, no certifications, if you haven't done anything to really make yourself go to the next level, it's a wrap. They will hire somebody with no experience. They will hire somebody that just got a couple of certs. They'll hire somebody fresh out of a boot camp. Boom. Okay. This person knows what's going on right now. This person has the energy. This person isn't, you know, burnt out. That's another thing. Burnt out, burnout can happen in any industry, right? But I would say it's less likely in this industry to completely get out of tech is crazy. Now you may get burnt out in networking. Okay. Let me stop doing this. I want to go to cybersecurity. Oh, I don't want to do cybersecurity. Let me go to, uh, project management. Let me go to coding. Let me go to compliance. Let me go to governance. Let me go to so many different lanes, right? You can be on the techie side. You can be on the management side. You can be in, in somewhere in the middle. You can do a couple different things, right? It's so many different opportunities in tech that it's kind of hard to get burnt out, right? So let's say I get burned out educating people. I get burned out helping people get into tech. I can go get a job, right? I can go get a, it's a bunch of different jobs, you know, great paying jobs. And that's another thing in IT, as opposed to being locked into one position, being locked into one place, you can go to so many different um, places. And tech is booming right now, right? Booming, it's going crazy, right? And they have salaries to match, whether it's government contracting, whether it's working in the private sector, whatever it is, and then wherever you at, unless you're on the edge of the damn earth, there's somebody hiring for a position that you can feel right now. And the crazy thing is a lot of these hiring people, right? They have transferable skills that they never thought could transfer, right? So these people have problem solving skills, right? If you are making six figures, if you're making good money, you are a problem solver. There's things that come up, there's things that happen, and they're gonna expect for you to be able to fix it because they're paying you all this damn money, right? So that's one of the biggest things is, a lot of these people find it easy to transition into tech, because that's all tech is anyway, problem solving, right? And another thing that these hirers have is leadership potential, right? Because a lot of times, these six-figure earners, these people that are making, you know, really good money, are in leadership roles. And even if they don't have the title, they got the damn responsibilities, right? So a lot of times they'll be put in a managerial 
a position. And then the good thing about my students is they get to tech stuff too. Cause that's one of the things that you don't want to do. You don't, you don't want to be a manager. You don't want to be in charge of people and not know what the hell you're talking about. Right. They say, Hey man, I don't know to tell you the internet ran out. We, we use it all. And you say, Oh, okay. Hey, shit. All right, I guess uh, no, you don't want to be that guy, right? Or that girl. You want to make sure that you know exactly what's going on, that you have the leadership capabilities to know how to lead this person, lead that person. Also, the tech background to know that, you know, when they're talking that they're not full of caca. Now, another great thing that the six figure earners learn, like a lot of them uh, have either gotten a degree or at least went to college. One of the things that they absolutely love about IT and tech is you ain't got to go back to college, right? You ain't got to spend 50, 60, $100,000, four years in college. You can literally get some certifications. You can get certified and not only get the piece of paper, but get the skills to get a job that is either comparable to the salary that you were making or even probably making more working less, right? But like I said, at the top of the video, you got to want to learn, right? You got to want to learn, right? I have to continuously learn and make sure that I'm giving my students the best of the best, the things that they need to know, not only for the certification, but to actually be able to perform the job. That's another thing. Okay. You got the piece of paper, but can you do the damn job? And for myself as well, right? I don't want to be uh, antiquated. I don't want to be uh, completely out of it either. Right? So that's one of the things is, a six figure earner, somebody making almost six figures, nine times out of 10, they were dealt with college, thought about going to college, so on and so forth. And that's one of the things they say, damn, only a couple months I can have these certifications or I can have this type of salary or I can have these opportunities to work remotely and do all this other stuff, right? So that's one of the biggest things that I've found that, you know, people that have already got to the bag, that already made a substantial amount of money. That's one of the things that they find comforting and kind of make them jump ship or give them the confidence. Okay. If I can, you know, if I hadn't did this for 10 years, I can do this for damn six months. Another thing is, you know, just sharing stories of, you know, other people. I have uh, nurse practitioners that were making great money that transferred into tech. I have truck drivers. These guys have a rough ass life, but they make good money. They transition into networking, cybersecurity, project management. I got infantry officers because they make, you know, pretty good money. I got just uh, so many damn people. You can look on itmetric.com for all of the reviews, but so many different people from so many different walks of life that are already making really, 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 really good money transition into IT, right? This is the wave, right? Um, if you've seen any of my videos, um, I shouldn't, I hope I never come across like I'm full of doo-doo, but I've only been able to do this for five years because I believe in it, right? I've seen it change a bunch of people's lives, right? And if people who are already, because money is supposed to be the reason that anybody does anything, supposedly, if these people are leaving careers, leaving degrees, leaving stuff that they thought they was going to be doing for the rest of their life for this, it's probably something that you should think about as well. Now, I'll be honest, disclaimer, I got a few more things I want to tell you guys, but if you're getting excited, like, damn, maybe I should be in a zero size hero program. Maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. But, um, as of right now, if you don't kind of fit inside of the category that I just said, uh, somebody that's kind of already got a career, somebody that's already making a pretty good, you know, decent wage, 70 plus the zero to IT hero program may not be the best fit for you. Now at the same time, I've had high school dropouts. I've had 
literally cashiers and bag boys or men, whatever you want to call them, at grocery stores transition into tech. But primarily, we focus on the type of students that I pretty much have been describing throughout this whole video. But it's completely up to you, right? You can apply to the program by clicking the link in the description below. We also have some free training down there that I actually show you how to break into tech in the next 90 days. So either apply to the program, go through free training or both, but do one of the two. Let's get right back to the video. Now, this is one of the things I already kind of hit on, but I want to go back to it is the opportunities, right? And most other fields and most other jobs, uh, when you get a degree, when you go to school, when you get training, that's what you do. Ain't no going nowhere else. This is what you do. Every job, you're doing the same thing, right? Now, and tech is so many different lanes. Cybersecurity, networking, all the stuff I already mentioned. I want to hit this again, just really quickly. It's just the opportunities. Go on Indeed, go on Monster, go on Glassdoor, go on LinkedIn, and look at all of the tech roles, all the different. One tech role can be completely different from another one, right? But every company, every organization need IT guys and girls. You can fill those positions. Now, one of the awesome things, one of the most awesome things, right? Now, it's going to be seasons in life, right? Sometimes your time to grind, sometimes your time to shine, right? But most times, most times, you'll have a really good work-life balance, right? Especially when it comes to where the hell you work at, right? Now, some days you may be in an office, some days you may be at home, some days you may be on the beach. It's up to you and the organization, of course, right? Now, if you deal with an organization that just wants you to be in the office, who cares? Most likely, you're going to only be working 40 hours a week, 40 to 50, right? So basically, a basic workload, a regular workload, right? So a lot of high earners in other fields, because once you get to six figures, you think you won. But if you do the simple math, if you make $100,000 and you're working 80, 90 hours a week, the math does not add up. You're really not making that much money. But anyway, a lot of times in tech, you'll have that flexibility, right? Maybe three days in office, two days at home, even if, or four days in office, three days at the house, not doing nothing, right? A lot of times in tech is about you accomplishing the job and getting the job done, not about how many hours you worked, right? So if it takes you two hours, it took you two hours, right? Now, I wouldn't tap my boss on the shoulder and say, hey, man, I'm done. Give me some more shit to do. But it's completely up to you, right? It's completely up to you where you work. And there's so many different like cultures, right? Some cultures may be business casual. Some other ones may be T-shirt and flip-flops. Some may have an office dog. Some may have a, a break room with video games and a pool table in it. There's just so many different opportunities or some may never want to see you at all, right? I got students that are working for companies that don't have a HQ that you go to or don't have an office building that you go to. You know, they're startups, they're big companies, they're mid-sized companies that literally just have virtual employees. We meet on Zoom, we meet on Slack, we meet on uh, Teams, wherever you meet, right? Because you nowadays you don't have to physically meet, you don't have to physically go anywhere if you don't want to. And in tech, that there is a an abundance of opportunities when it comes to working wherever you want to work at. Now, as promised, I want to give you some of the tips and some of the advice that I give my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients in the winter circle, my students in the Zero to IT Hero program, and the people that attend the tech 
mastermind. If you don't have any idea what none of that stuff is, look in the description. You can apply, join if you like. Now, one of the major things that I do is I'm a master networker, right? I try to connect with as many people as I can. And then once I find somebody that does something really good or find some somebody that can connect with somebody else and they can build something, they can hire somebody, they can get work from somebody, always trying to connect people with other people that are in a similar space or that can help each other win, right? So that's one of the things about uh, the Zero Tides Hero Program, fostering a community. That's one of the biggest things you need is a community. Also, we got a free community. In the description again, we got a community, we got a free community, we got a community for the Zero Side to Hero people. We just have so many communities, so much space, so much networking opportunity because you never know who somebody else knows, the opportunities they can give you, the value they can give you. But this is networking 101. Stop asking for shit. Yeah, you heard me. Stop asking for things from strangers these people don't know you right always 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 add value first that's the hack that's the cheat code that's the secret sauce stop expecting for people to um, do something for you just because you ask right um i'll use myself as an example um if you're watching this and you subscribe great but that doesn't mean I owe you any damn thing. It's free. It was one click on the damn uh, on the damn YouTube. So this is what it is. You uh, brought the video up. I provided you an asset value. That is the exchange. When you DM me saying I'm a long time subscriber, I just wanted to pick your brain about this, or I just want to know. Hell no. I got coaching sessions. I got programs. You gonna have to enroll, or you gonna have to do something else. This is the value I provide. And I got damn damn. I got 800 videos on YouTube. Go watch some of those, bum. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, just make sure that you network as much as you can, right? So network, 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 making sure that you build a, a Rolodex, right? So right now, if I pick up my phone, I got a guy or a girl for anything you can imagine, anywhere from landscaping all the way up to uh, investing, all the way in the middle to daycare all the way to communications all the way to rental car services all the way to tailors barbers whatever the hell i may need from business to personal there's somebody in my phone that i can actually call up and i would expect that you do the same thing same thing for opportunities right uh, if i want to get somebody a job i want to get somebody a referral i have the power to do so because of my network now the next thing i would say that you need to do and the biggest tip is to just start start what some type of side project right some type of whether if it's building a virtual machine if it's doing labs if it's uh, creating a curriculum if something that can add value to you and another organization right i want you to create a project as if you are already working in um, a tech role i want you to create a project as if we're getting paid for it, right? So that's going to give you that experience piece, right? It doesn't have to be nothing. It doesn't have to be anything big. If you want to do cybersecurity, it could be um, a pretend penetration test. If you want to do networking, it could be um, a pretend uh, topology of a network. Okay, that's how I will build out my network, right? You just have to start doing projects. That project can be on your own. That project can be an internship for somebody. That project can be shadowing somebody, but the main thing is, is just to start doing something, whether it's free tutorials on YouTube, you're running through those, just start doing something. Now, last but not least, um, 
I have a mentor, you need one as well, right? I have uh, several different mentors in different areas of my life. And when I say mentor, um, you know, maybe, maybe your dad gives you good advice. Maybe your uh, mom gives you good advice. Maybe your wife, your husband gives you good advice. I'm talking about somebody outside of them, right? I'm talking to somebody that doesn't uh, have any personal ties to you, somebody that you have to pay because they're gonna give you an unbiased, unfiltered truth, right? So um, that mentorship has made me go leaps and bounds um, in almost every area of my life, right? And a lot of times, you know, people just need to be held accountable. I need to be held accountable. You need to be held accountable. And a lot of times that mentorship can allow you to do that. And if you want, you know, some mentorship and to be um, in a network, like I talked, you talked about, you can actually join the mastermind, like I said, in the description where we have all of those things. So in this video, I really wanted to kind of punch home that money is in everything, right? Money is in everything. It's real damn important though. Real, real damn important. But you just want to make sure that um, your happiness, right? That you got uh, work-life balance. No, shit, how the hell did I talk about that? Let's talk about work-life balance. Did I talk about that? I can't remember if I did or not. Just make sure that you have time for what's important, right? Your kids ain't gonna remember uh, you working, right? They're gonna remember you spending time with them. Your wife needs time. Your husband needs time. Your friends and family need time, right? Because you gotta grind, but you also gotta live a life that's worth living. You gotta live a life that you'll be balanced, right? Now, sometimes you're gonna be imbalanced, to be honest. A lot of times I'm imbalanced, right? But one thing I damn sure make sure I make time for is my family, right? I work more than you. I don't even know you, but I know I work more than you. A whole hell of a lot more than you. But I will make time for my children. I will make time for my family. I'll make time for the people that are important, right? Because that support that you get from those people, that's a, that energy, that motivation that you get from those people is a reason that you do what you do, right? So another thing is that if you got a job that you hate, if you're miserable, if you're stressed out, that work-life balance, you may have balance. You may see your wife, you might see your kids, you might see your husband, you might see your family, but you might be an asshole the whole time, right? You might be stressed out, you might be mean, you might be angry because you're thinking about this raggedy-ass job the whole time. You understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I hope so. Other than that, I'll see you in class.